the Mepharshim, the Rishayim, the Achreinim deal with why it is that we have this unusual interruption in Halal. After all, uh, we know that we always try to, not always try, we always complete the entirety of Halal, or at least the Chatzi Halal, every time that we are reciting Halal. So all of a sudden, Seder night, we have this anomaly in Halacha that we start the Halal, and then we start eating Shulchan Aruch with the Matzah, with the Mar, with the Kairach, with the, with the Suda, and then we bench, and then we continue with the rest of Halal, which is a very strange thing. Why would we be um, interrupting Halal uh, when that's not uh, that's never done any other time throughout the year? The Nitziv uh, gives a famous pshat. The Nitziv says that we're trying to signify that on this night, even our meal. Even our Suda, with its very sanctified atmosphere, is itself a form of halal to the Rabbi Nishalim. Meaning that it's not just that we are stam being mafsik in the middle of halal, we're not making a hefsik in the middle of halal. Chas v'shalom. The Suda itself is a demonstration of halal to the Rabbi Nishalim. When we eat the Suda with the proper kavanis, and we eat the Suda without saying Lashon Hara by the Suda, and with all of the, the mitzvahs halayla, Pesach, Matzah, uh, Marar, uh, not Pesach, but the, uh, the Matzah and the Marar and the Afik Haiman, which is, uh, in, in place of the carbon Pesach. So all of those, uh, mitzvahs halayla with the atmosphere is itself almost like a continuation of halal. It's a form of halal. I wanted to be mechadish something new. It just came to me about maybe 10 minutes ago as I was, uh, preparing. It occurred to me this year, especially a new chiddush, and perhaps uh, why we interrupt halal with the shulchan aruch with the with the meal. It's a little bit of a twist on what the nitziv just said, but it's something that is very negaya to me personally, as I uh, described in the shmuz uh, on on Friday, uh, how I personally went through the uh, this virus and uh, Baruch Hashem here to talk about it, which is a, a, a tremendous. Uh, to the Rabbi Nishlaim that I owe. One of the terrible parts of this machla is that you lose your, your sense of taste. You also lose your sense of smell. That's another, uh, another thing that we're not going to talk about right now. A lot of Musser in that as well. But you lose your taste buds. And it's not just that you lose your taste buds, but you lose your ability to eat because your so your taste buds get so ruined through the machla that um, that you really have no interest whatsoever in eating. It's a very dangerous type of thing because a human being has to eat, he has to drink. And I had not just no cheshek; I had the opposite. I did not want to eat. There was no, I had no interest in eating, and quite the opposite. And because of that, it was a, uh, you know, a very, very difficult thing to maintain, uh, hydration and, and other sort of, uh, other forms of nutrition, uh, when my body needed it the most. But I remember on, on Friday night, um, I was sitting with my family about, uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. And it was in, it was in the middle of this whole, in the whole, in the middle of the whole machlo. And, and basically, uh, there was delicious food on the table. Everyone around me was eating uh, all types of uh, machalim that looked really good. But uh, I was just sitting there. I wasn't able to make kiddush. My son made kiddush. I wasn't. I maybe was able to eat bekaishi a of challah. 
but everything else I was not able to look at. I was just trying to sit there to, uh, you know, to give the, some tzura of a, of a suda for the family, but I had no interest whatsoever in eating. And at the suda, I mentioned a vart that my father, Elvishalm, used to say, um, I don't remember who he said it, but shame, but it was basically on the parsha where Yaakov Avinu is davening to the Rabbi before he meets Esav. And he says, uh, he says in the Pasuk, he davens the Rabbi Nishlam and he asks him, li lechem I'm asking you, Rabbi Nishlam, to give me lechem lechel, to give me bread to eat, ubeged, and a clothing to wear. And the obvious question is, obviously, if HaKadosh Baruch is giving you bread, it's to eat. If he's giving you clothing, it's to wear. What else are you going to do with bread and clothing? That's what they're designed for. So what he said was that sometimes a person is able to have all the bread in the world. You're able to have delicious challah and cholent and uh, kishka and, and uh, kogels and whatever, but a person is nebuch so sick that he's not able to eat it. Person sometimes could be so sick in a hospital, he has a whole closet full of clothing to wear. He has beautiful suits and beautiful shirts and hats and everything. He can't wear it, so what's it worth? Having begadim alone is worthless. Having lechem alone is worthless. Yaakov Avinu's tefillot to the Rabbi Nishan lechem lechel. Don't only give me bread, but give me the wherewithal to eat the bread. Don't only give me begadim, but beged lulbash, I want to be able to wear the begadim. And I was saying at the Suda that that's exactly the hergish that I had. I have bread. Baruch Hashem, you have all the... We had a beautiful Friday night meal. My wife baked and cooked and everything. But when you're so sick, you're not able to actually appreciate it because you can't. You can't eat the bread. So it's really... For you, it's worthless. So I was just thinking that perhaps what we're supposed to have kavana for, what, the reason why the Balagada perhaps dissected Hal into two and stuck the Shulchan Aruch in the middle, it's in order to give us, on Seder night, the halal, not just for the Geula, not just for all the, the things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did back then, but you also have to give halal for the fact that you're able to eat the Suda. We take it for granted that we could eat matzah. You know how many people right now are, are in hospitals all over the world, they're not going to be able to eat matzah on Seder night. They're not able to eat mar, they're not able to drink the Dalakaisis. So if a person is sitting by the Seder and they're able to eat, that we take it for granted. Of course I could eat matzah. Of course, it's not so pasher. You see from this machla how it's not so pasher at all. So memela, that itself, it's not that the suda itself is a halal, but you have to say halal for the suda. The, ha- the suda that you're eating requires a halal, just like all the mitzvahs alayla, the site is halal, halal, halal. The Suda itself that we take for granted that of course we have food, of course we can eat the food, of course we can we can have the mitzvah halayla. There's so many yidin right now that are starving for for the ability to do what we take for granted. And so mela and halal, we should be able to eat it with a gusto, have the matzahs, have the mar, have the have the suda, enjoy it, but understand that that itself you have to sing halal for to the Rabbi Nishlam. The halal is not just before the suda and after the suda, the fact that we can eat the suda itself and be makayim the mitzvah halayla is itself a great form of halal. Have a wonderful yontif, have a chakash of